0: Daddy. Yes,
1: sir. You're too heavy. Are you trying to call me
2: fat? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, come
0: back. Daddy. Daddy.
1: You. For the record, now, because we're going <laughs> to start recording, for the record, people, I will publicly state, yeah, I potentially, not potentially, down, down, this down, whole recording, yeah. and because yeah, of how me and Patrick are, we argue from, you know, the Big Bang started until the final days that are coming. <laughs> I'm making it quite clear cut. Patrick pointed out earlier today, and there's voice note evidence where I said, Patrick, oh, you're, you're right. I'd need to say, <laughs> yeah. So, again, Thomas, oh, I wanna man. extend the same apology to yourself. But, oh, you know. Pleasure. You know what? I normally put my phone on silent
0: as well by now. So, but I thought, let me just make sure. So, I left it on loud just to make sure you could call me. <laughs> <to be> <laughs> glad <and> glad.
1: <laughs> nah, but it's brilliant. At least we're still here. We're, we're all here, you know, three, four merry men. So, for everyone listening, welcome again to another episode of the Black Dad Magics podcast. The podcast of the transparent that's or as transparent as we um can be of course our guests um well we're, we're openly transparent almost like you now I it's gonna make a reference but like an open book um but again with our guests that we we have they're as transparent as they can be and from what i'm saying now you can guess we have a guest with us um someone we went to get on here for a lo- i personally to get in here for a long time and we've been we've been trying to plan it through for a very very long period now but let him introduce himself
0: um how we doing people um my name is Thomas Scannell um I'm the father coach um childcare practitioner um I've now decided to start a relationship coaching program with my missus so we can work with women and men separately and try and bring them closer together um the pandemic's caused so many issues in relationships and parenthood that um lucky enough for myself I'm able to kind of dictate my timing so I've been able to spend more than enough with my children throughout my life but I've seen so much pressure on parents and fathers and mothers that it's time that we create platforms like we have now where we can let go of our stresses and show that we're all dealing with it yeah. so thank you very much for inviting me on and let, let's see where it goes innit?
1: Yeah. yeah man welcome welcome bro and as per people it's not just your excellence that's here um got my merry men with me because uh, I don't know what that background is. That
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you do a video podcast, is it just audio? Yeah, this was audio.
1: Thank, uh, thank. Oh, yes,
0: to. Say what people looking at the background. <laughs> Yo,
1: <laughs> I, you know, might upload yeah. this on the on the socials, you know, as yeah, a little snippet because um, for everyone that's just listening, because maybe listening in your car or you know, whilst you're working from home. Kester the Jester you know, decided to pop that meme where there's. Many urinals free, and there's one gentleman <laughs> at the far left, and another one is <laughs> happy to walk past every single urinal available on the right to come and stand right next to him. Now, there's a guy code in it. When you go to <laughs> seven, <laughs> 20, 20. splash zone, man, splash <laughs> zone peripheral. I shouldn't be able to, you know, well, see as far away from me as possible. <laughs> yeah, this is it, keep dialogue to a minimum basically non-existent. See, we was
2: practising social distances in the, in the urinal for a time, that
1: like, before we locked down That's true, you know. Right? You think yeah. about it. Just out of, I don't know, a habit? Or, like, 100%. I could be bursting to go to the toilet. To
2: I'm not standing next to somebody, but, you know, when it's just <laughs> space, space, that yeah. one space, that's next to
1: two people. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's wicked, Tom. And I think it's um, you started your footprint has has been engraved more um on the social platforms since the pandemic. Like you mentioned, you know, being the dad coach for everyone that's listening. What does that actually entail?
0: So at, at present, I'm working with six to seven fathers um, working. Say so again, on, sorry. How many? Say that again, sorry. Six to seven fathers. Six, seven. Six or seven, six or seven, six or seven. Yeah,
1: uh, I thought six or yeah, seven,
0: like six or seven. seven my, <laughs> I wish it was six or seven, but my <laughs> better. But yeah, I'm working with six seven fathers at the moment, and we're working out their wants, their needs, their insecurities and their stresses in their relationships, and what's breaking them apart from their partners. And like I said, that's where I've highlighted that it can't just be the men that are talking about these conversations, because yeah. if you go back to your partner and you're saying this is what I want, um, what do you need, and yeah. they're on a different wavelength. It's, it's, it's um, friction. And that's why I put my missus yeah. involved. <laughs> we need to talk to their partners, but it just like involves defining yourself and who you want to be as a father. Because there's so many narratives out there that yeah. can stray you along and allow you to be lost in society. And know what a man needs to be this? No, it's a man needs a man's definition of whatever you choose it to be.
1: Yeah, you know what, yeah it's true you know because like i've had times where i've not questioned myself but I to check myself as a man as a dad and as a partner because it's almost like there's three different identities that you have to yeah. blend into one yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and it's quite it's quite you know it's quite a tough feat uh,
0: as, as a man like you said you just spread three identities there but then you've got your work relations that you're mm-hmm. someone different then you've got your different hockey, friendship so You're groups. playing football and yeah, different friendship groups. See, so we've got these multiple hats that we're wearing mm-hmm. and we're coming home, and then the media are telling us that we're not being this, we're not being that, and we're not even trying to be what the media is portraying us to yeah. be. But <laughs> <Right, laughs> so we're wearing a hat that isn't even the hat we want to choose to wear. Of course,
3: of course. A liar, yeah, <sighs> the issue. Yeah, we... unfortunately, that's the, that's, that's the, um, Narrative that the media has portrayed to us—we might be showing positivity, but they don't want to see that positive. They only want to focus on the negative. And there is more positive than negative out there. And the more that we showcase this, and the more we come together and showcase this yeah, the more normal, quote unquote, this will be. But this is normal for us. For people that's looking out, mm. people, people that's out looking in, say, "Oh, I've never seen that." Oh, i see that. That's nice of you guys. But feel like that's
2: because of the media, though. Do you feel like yeah, the media portrays a lot of negative light upon what we do just as in general, instead of showing more of the positive things that happen in oh, life? Well, of you not think that. Of course,
0: yeah, of course. Showing nothing positive about what we're doing as fathers. And that's mm. not just black men, as in fathers in general. Mm. We're, as fathers, obviously, as other parts in society, we're well ahead of the game. So we're, the patriarchy exists. We are CEOs, we're directors, we're business. But as fathers, we're second citizens. Yeah. I mm-hmm. Fathers that I work with that are struggling because when they go to court, like the court looks at the mothers, the priority parent. Oh, Insider. yeah, the main parent. Yeah. yeah, the police are called to your household. Like no domestic violence. If you hit someone, there's a problem. No domestic violence. The police are coming to remove the
1: father before they remove the yeah. mother. Yeah, much you know, and you've got yeah. some really strong moms that will apply pressure on the dad's visitor. Yeah. You turn around and you wouldn't think that people and we may you know i may say this in jest but domestic abuse isn't isn't um something to be condoned and where possible seek help and if it's something that you're aware like, of definitely report whatever general um general am i making a word gender you are um <laughs> and it, it's it's something that does happen to men like it's just men men are too bold
2: and too manly to talk about them. not anything but going to really admit that they got thumped up by the girl
3: yeah
1: it's a, and it's,
3: it's
1: a mental it's, thing it's not even just a physical like you can get them um it's a mental abuse
0: financial Bro, I, i'm not scared to admit right between mm-hmm. us and all your listeners right so this is a secret mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we, yeah there's been multiple times where i've been attacked by women physically yeah. oh, and mm-hmm. have not reacted back but because of, i am a man and if i wanted to i could have knocked them out Mm. Yeah, hundreds <laughs> to me like you said but it's still physical abuse but yeah. we just write off because if i would have hit them they called it would would have been a problem it's a different story about <laughs> yeah so we we i would like to see the real statistics of men that we'd speak to as men rather than in the community and in the media and say how many times did your Mrs. hit you because um you come home late or because she thought you was cheating or she tried to physically mentally abuse you because of one of these issues like we're not having these conversations or because
2: you were so calm in that situation that they just got angry when you, they want you to get angry in the first situation yeah. and not getting
1: yeah. <laughs> <What? What is laughs>
3: right, it. What? You know, I saw today, yeah, I was,
1: God. for some
3: strange reason, on my lunch break, I decided, decided to jump on Instagram for the first time in like three days. And wow. the first video I saw is Ray J and his wife when they were eating dinner and she was proper having a go at him, throwing drinks at him, all that, and he's basically saying, stop, let's... let's Basically deflecting her, and she ran up on him, and he just side swiped her. <laughs> and have you not seen the video? No, uh, I didn't. And she's no. And I'm there like, "The fucker, yo!" You see, that's the difference, yeah. If you had put hands on her, yeah, it would have been a whole different story. But the, what she was doing to him, she was proper throwing drinks, getting up in his face, and it's, all he it's did, like, yo, it's, whole, like, it's like a defense, isn't it?
2: Oh, I mean, of course. like You don't want to hit her, so you have to kind of do something, because you don't want to get licked by a cutlery or whatever it is. I'm mean, yeah. not trying to get hit by the side. I get it still. But then once you get out of that water now, that's a different story.
1: Oh, just go but- get the duvet and just throw it on her, man. Wrap her up in the duvet. And... <laughs> like, a t- like a taco and tortilla, you know? Just wrap her up but then. You see, you see when you're
3: talking about? Um, the media portrays us to be negative. Do you think sometimes, as Black men, we play into that negativity?
0: Um, to, I, to, I get them, to, get to get stuff that we need. But we're not allowed to make mistakes. I think that's the biggest thing. Like I've yeah. made so many mistakes in my life, right? Um, and that's why I believe where I am today. Yeah. But I've made so many mistakes, but people still want to burn me for the mistakes, not knowing that I had to make the mistakes to get where I am. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can't keep burning me for the same mistakes. And I should be entitled to make mistakes because none of us are perfect. So oh, yes, related to the media um, to some degree, Playing into the media and being played by the media are on the same level. Like, the media are playing yeah. us. You know what? Okay, you got three gentlemen here that are out of the stereotype, and we've got mm. one. Let's go to the stereotype because that's going to sell the story.
1: This is yeah. it. Bad news, sell right? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. You, you, you didn't even know that you got stabbed.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah, and even on that stabbing, the latest um, video that you pop, actually, might be the second latest one. That was really powerful. The one with um, one of the guys that you went to school with, and he was, you know, talking about. Um, getting stabbed pr- basically because, you know, he's African um, That was because great
0: because His culture and, mm. uh, as much as uh, obviously they can only keep separating us as culturally mm-hmm. but really he got the sp- stabbed because he's African by Caribbean boys mm. but he's ca- count his black on black crime they're two different cultures <laughs> Like, it's like um an Albanian being stabbing an English guy that's you're two different cultures you're not the same person you're not the same don't have the same culture the same heritage you just like there's a reason for it and but we're not looking into it so the postcode issue like it's almost becoming a cultural thing you're from north like you know someone from Tottenham to in pardon sorry it's the dumbest thing
3: ever I don't care what no one thinks, but those postcode wars is actually the stupidest thing ever because you're dying for some people that don't know you for a block that you don't own. You, know
1: you thought, own it. I'm not gonna lie, I thought we like there was there was a a huge transition transition. Like we've grown out of that. It still yeah. happens, but not not at the degree that it used to like. You when- know what? Maybe because we're not in
2: touch with it. Sometimes I I, I sit down and think about that, you a know, row Like like, does that even still happen? But then at the same time, like our parents, they don't really know what's going on until it comes on to the news. So I feel like mm-hmm. we're getting to that age where we're just like, yeah. oh, we don't know what's really going on, but like, this is just still going on. You know? still happening, bro. Yeah. Still going on hard. Like, even I hear certain stories, but I'm just not in tune with that life or the mm. people that are surrounded with that life okay. anymore because of different circles, it, different resolutions, and everything like me. that.
0: Hmm? people they can't go to Forton Heath, they're on the same road, yeah, <laughs> so, one, yeah. that was the right. craziest thing, it's one road head. you know, one road, I, live in, I used to live in Norbury so I know full hand, first hand, so I know how it went, oh, literally, I used, I, to I, got one guy, I used to operate community service in my building where, where I operate from, and oh, the yeah. one guy, I mean he got caught with a knife, I was like oh where are you, I was at Brit school, and the Brit school was kind of the, the boundary between two gangs. Like, so I had to turn up with a knife because I didn't know who's going to turn up at the day to play football. Mm. they got important community service for it. It's like, that's the boundary. Like, if I cross that boundary to play football, mm-hmm. I could put my life on the risk. So yeah. I'm not trying to stab no one, but I need to make sure people don't know me. So yeah. it becomes, it, like, we are growing. I'm 37 years old now. And yeah. we're out of the... I'm not trying to, like, I walk down any road that I want to yeah. now because I'm not intimidated exactly. by
1: myself, know. Exactly. Exactly. Where I see, I'm a grown ass man. Do you think i got time for it? What are you stopping me asking me where I'm going? Are you okay? <laughs> that would cool. happen to me in like 15 years. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> That's that to the thing is is you time. can't question what, like, my mother doesn't question what I'm doing, where I'm going. <laughs> she gave birth to me. I wasn't a small child, so if she can't do that, but mom, I know you're listening, you can, but I prefer <laughs> <laughs> so if my mom doesn't do that. Then there's no reason why another being, you know, be him himself mm-hmm. to do so. But like we like we said, man, the media will always sell bad news because that's it. Bad news always sells. Like recently, with, um, Zaha made a uh, you know a comment on um, kneeling. the kneeling is like yeah cool, you know you're kneeling, but like I don't feel like kneeling is, is anything. It's sort of sort summary sort of thing, um, it needs to be a different change than you to happened there one of these newspapers just ran with it, ran in the complete opposite direction. And it's just something you, you just ex- you sort of expect it to happen. But I guess that's where we come along, you know, our podcast, your podcast, your movement. um, And you've got your hands in a few pots. But I want to start with Simply Kids because that was one of my favourite yeah. um introductions to, to Tom, you know. um, And I think I mentioned it on the podcast prior. Like last week, <coughs> we had... Around Easter time, um, Tom and his team, you know, deliver Easter eggs. May I do Easter egg? And it was it was wicked, like. yeah. Tell, tell them about Simply Kids, man. Uh, uh,
0: Simply Kids it's, it's a private company. It's not a charity, so we're not entitled to any money as such. Mm. Um, we do before COVID, we were doing all right. So we look to give back as much as we receive. Like I'm not poor, so mm. why why am I not trying to give back to the community where I can? So. I look after up to 100 kids a day in different locations. Um, if people try to bring back some sort of normality, so normally I'd give you Easter eggs. So why can't I turn up at your door? I've got nothing to do with pandemic. I'm looking after <laughs> your kids. I've got two <laughs> days to drive around the whole of Croydon and keep giving up Easter eggs. So yeah, uh, yesterday I, I was contacted by a community organization. This um, lady, this is the first time I'm saying it because I didn't really want to say it, but because you're bringing it up. So this lady had been trafficked into the UK, she had nowhere to live. Some Christian organization took her into a house and um she didn't have nothing to do. So I just called uh called the company and just said, you know what? I'm gonna pay for her shopping for the month, find out where she lives, met her at West Cred and took her into the um the African shops because she wanted African food to make her feel like she was at home. Yeah. And paid for shopping for the month. Um over That's Christmas, amazing. I think we delivered 150 Christmas hampers, which was lamb, turkey. So it's for me as long as my family aren't doing without, I'll give back everything I can. Mm, mm,
3: mm. So the reason why
0: I operate a childcare company is because as a person, I'm about um, giving back. So yeah. when the kid comes into my vicinity, and I said this on a podcast yesterday because I was on someone else, I treat every kid as my child. Yeah. So when your child, you can when your child comes into my care, trust that if my child hit your child, They'll be dealt with in exactly the same way as anything else. If you had a problem with my child, I would deal with you as if your child was my child. So that's why I've never had a problem. I've been doing it for 20 years now. And Mm. I just keep growing because I think as a community, we should grow together. We shouldn't be growing apart. You shouldn't be looking for leaders in the community. So when your child is moved to, like, you know what? Your child just moved to my child. What? All right, Mm. I'm coming to the house now with my child. And we're going to sort this out now. Give him back his phone. And are you serious? Like, don't ever do that again. I know this, mum, this dad. This don't happen like that. And make sure you look after them from now on. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Tom saying that two things actually. How old? How, how many kids you got? And how old are they? So I work with primarily four to eleven years old, but I do some youth work stuff, which I'm trying to step away from at the moment. Do you pr- um have kids biological? Pardon?
1: Your own children. Do you
3: to have, have kids, your own kids.
0: Yes, uh, at this present moment in time, I have a 21 year old who's um 21 mm-hmm. year old who's my missus is from another father. A 14 year old who's from that same father with my missus. Mm-hmm. I have a 14 year old that's mine. Mm-hmm. I have a seven year old that's mine that lives in my house, and I have a set of twins who I'm trying to regain a relationship with at the moment. I'm just trying to work out where they are.
3: Uh, okay then. See, so you got the experience, but what I was going to say, what you said about. Kids and the relationship. What I've realized, yeah, I hope no, whatever this, don't take us in the wrong context. It's different in the Western world because where I grew up, yeah, mm-hmm. and like Orlando agreed to this, yeah, if I do something and my neighbor sees or teacher sees or someone down the street, my mom will hear the news before, yeah. right? And, it's, and it's not necessarily, they might treat me or they might give me one or two love taps. And say your mum wouldn't let up fly. So why are you doing <laughs> it? Why do you call thing? it love
1: tap? <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> it? it's from love. Damn <laughs> yeah. yeah, love tap. I got oh,
3: about <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's the thing. It's the thing is, is this Western world are we in? Because, for example, I mean, when I first came to England, I grew up in Guyana. When you meet someone in public, the first thing you said is good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Give you respect. I came here. And I said to someone, look at me like, are oh, you all right? It's something wrong with you. Why are you talking to me I don't know you? So a, <laughs> the thing is, well, we're in, it's a Western world that's making it much more difficult, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. We should come with the same attitude where we are, like you said, it's a community.
0: Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a young boy. Um, yeah, I'm still friends with him. I think he's like 21 now. And he used to work with me. And, and I've had loads of conversations with him. And he's like, he come from Guyana as well, and he mm. said the same thing. He said, "When I was in, I wouldn't say boo to a teacher. I come to England, and I'm in the school, and these kids are running riot. Like, what do <laughs> they? yes, 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 sir, to a teacher, and they're being rude to their parents. Like, obviously, his dad <laughs> don't play games anyway because his dad treats it like he's back home. Yeah. But he he's like, what these teachers, I can't. They can't tell me what to do. Like, they can't tell me nothing. They have to call my dad to tell me something. Like, yeah. where's, where's the respect? Even that, like, again, I said yesterday in the co- podcast." Where's the relationship with the parents and the teachers? Like, some parents don't turn up to build um, hey, that relationship. Yeah. Like, I want my teacher, my, my daughter's parent, teacher knows, like, call me. Call, me. call me, I'll be on the phone straight away. Like, mm. why, why are you misbehaving for? Uh, okay. N- number one, I don't always believe the teacher. So I'm going to call my daughter first, find out what the issue was. Then I'm going to call the school back and say, well, my daughter's saying this. So mm-hmm. there needs yeah. to be some sort of, so if I have to come into the school, i come into the school and we sort out of a problem. Yeah. But that is the relationship that we have as fathers with schools, youth workers. But like you said, the Western world has become so high-pressured and high-paced, we're losing contact.
3: Oh, of course, of course. We're losing that humanity and that yeah. personal skills of the simple things, literally the simple things. Because I saw a picture a few weeks back on social media. Yeah? It's in the 1990s or whatever it is, yeah? A teach a child brought him a report card, and it was an F. This is back in the days, and the parent was having a go at the child, right? Basically saying, "Why are you getting F's and whatnot?" Yeah. But yeah. now, in the 21st century, the person is having a go at the teacher, like, "Why are you failing my child?" They're not asking the questions like, "Is what's what's my child lacking in? Do you need help?" It's a different the the, the ignorance. Yeah, it's literally completely three hundred and sixty or one you eighty. We're not asking the right things. We're not doing things correctly, and this is a massive impact. And I hate to say it, we sound like some old people. We, we, are like, <laughs> we have that old school generate that mentality. We. My mileage is still low, bruv. Don't worry about that. My mileage is still low. Yeah, <laughs> I can still go for a high price. <laughs> Don't
0: worry. <sighs> Did Do you know what the crazy thing is I had someone on the um on my podcast on Wednesday, I'll, I'll sh- share his details with you because he's, he's an amazing person. And he um, he said, it's crazy that the, the school system felt all of us probably on this podcast right now. As men, the school system mm. probably failed us, but we expect it to work for our children. Are we crazy? Like, what, what is, <laughs> how, how are we expecting that same thing to work when it didn't work for us? That's we're in the same schools, in the same manners, asking for the same things, but we're not trying to implement anything different to them. Like. I, I can categorically tell you the school. I come out of school with nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't do nothing for me. I wasn't misbehaving, but I didn't listen to nobody. I didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do. I just about went to school. And I'm sending my kid to the same school. And actually, yeah, my son goes to the same school I went to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
1: so what, he yeah. probably has all the time. in are the the Your dad. you
0: <laughs> dad. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, obviously, I look at school differently to my parent looked at it. Like, I don't look yeah. at it as the bean I'm trying to educate my child in... Finances in internet,
3: internet like get- financial rap. Literacy. Rap. Exactly. you don't get
2: taught in the school system at all.
0: Yeah.
1: They don't, they don't teach you what to teach reason, like- Yeah, but I feel like when we were in school, we sort of taught ourselves financial literacy, in the sense that my name used to buy things and come and sell in school. And I'm not talking about illegal <laughs> <is it? laughs> things, man had a talk shop in their locker. You're like, yeah,
2: I'm just, I used to run
1: that. I used to be one of the guys that sneaked up,
2: go go corner shop, buy out the things, and then just sell it. <laughs>
0: just sell, it sell it
2: in school because everyone was instructed to go creep out of school, is But me and one yeah. other brother just snuck out because there was one railing, but I was skinny enough to get through at the time. But you at the thing. time. You <laughs> <worry>
1: <laughs> now, know <laughs> it's a good point you raised Tom, but and I think with so like because my mom was a teacher. had a different angle on things and she was very much she's very involved in in my school so i went to one of the deemed the most um notorious what
0: school did you go to
1: i went king's though gang gang related what did you say (laughs) please please (laughs) this time you was on a whole road that can't even even talk to someone at the bottom of the road get out (laughs) Didn't your your whole school like run with gift center? Get out there, but like, um, yeah, there was there was uh, I'm not gonna hold you, but like, there was there was periods where my, my school was split between cultures fighting each other to mm. the school uniting the fighting gangs. Like we were like the school was just upside down at some points, but still were, we were very high achieving. Um, my mom was very involved in the school the whole thing. She was a student governor. Um, and again, being a teacher. You know, she was ensuring that things like Saturday school, I was there, after school stuff, I was there. And it wasn't all by force because it's like I wanted to be there. And I had my friends that were there as well. You, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good point you raised that. The, the challenges we faced in school, our kids are still facing them now. Yeah. You know? um, and I think where we, how we've made it out and the change we want to see because we can't change the academia. We cannot change how the government set that out. But what we can change is how we then deal with our children at home in response to how things went in school. And um, whether that is how did how did things go in school, um, going through the work with them, all that. Sometimes it's good, you know, because I think it was my, one of my grandchildren asked me a mathematical question there. And me and her, me and her mom sat there like, we should know this. What? But I've never had a reason to it. <laughs> since, since I've left century school and college. There's some parts of maths, English, and science we've never visited, and it does well for you as well. Pythagoras, you cares know
0: about Pythagoras and rate like all that stuff? No, I no don't care about that What did you, do? What did you just say?
2: Pythagoras. I, I heard that word in years. blood.
0: <laughs> and all that stuff. I don't know about that. Yeah, like, did yeah, yeah. it come to reality? Like, I was high is not recurring. Oh, in is
2: that
3: is is, is that the <laughs> The long word for Pi? No. yes, no, pi. Yeah, I mean, when I, I say the
1: an old that. man? I you about else, so I'm glad you <laughs> No, no you Tom, talk. you see what I mean when I say? <laughs> Kester is the oldest man in this chat right now. So Kester, <laughs> Pi, P-I. Say flung on the deer after the young. in the center <laughs> of this, the, um, the circle to the end. I know what, I I know know what
3: Pi is, but then... Yeah.
1: And then Pythagoras, you know. yeah, You have to deal with him, people. Pythagoras, bro. Know? Oh, that's that brother with the triangle, man i don't know it's it's a good point it's like it's it's different habits you know um to to get into um and even that that leads on to the next point of like sometimes i have to be conscious like as a dad like like anisha said you know really check myself um that i'm not passing on my bad habits to my daughter Mm. um primarily like as you've been seeing i've been drinking water i don't drink water for nothing. I said it to my missus yesterday and she thought I was getting crazy and someone else reaffirmed it today. If I'm if I'm drinking more than one glass of water, I feel like I'm drowning. Like, I have to take a deep breath. You know, like when you're going to dive, you take a deep breath before you dive on water. I have to take a deep breath to drink another glass of water. And... Yeah, <laughs> I, I, water, I love water. I my first nah. And the thing is, because of my own bad habits, and it's something we go amiss of upstairs, you know, living our daily lives because we've been stuck in that format for so long is that I wasn't instilling that my daughter drinks water and then Mm-mm. Eb had to push it Eb was like no babe she needs to drink more water I'm like I'll oh, just give apple juice it's of sugar I'm like oh, okay cool give her some you know like syrup it's, it's squash or something <laughs> it's of sugar again and it's like do you like are we conscious of our bad habits that we're actually you know oh,
3: installing? yeah
1: from when we but could I do that, that gonna... a, it's a step
2: forward isn't it in like we were saying at the beginning just becoming a better dad a better man Mm -hmm. within yourself you can you can only like obviously people out there they can judge you but they might not say nothing to you it's only done within yourself to kind of say you know what cool let me just change how I do this change how I do that like and refocus that energy properly because obviously habits are things that we do just unconsciously or subconsciously without having to think about what we're actually going to do you know what I mean so when we kind of break out of that or we're more aware of the certain things that we're doing, then it becomes a thing where we can install that and then that might become a habit. So you drinking water now, we're gonna start becoming a habit. Like yeah. Rena will just literally she'll cause sometimes we just leave bottles of water around the house and she'll just pick up the bottle of water and bring it to one of us because she wants water.
1: Yeah, Yo, uh, you know what I mean. This is real rich. You think I'm leaving water around the house? <laughs> take it, she'll throw it, she'll bring it. And it somehow <laughs> mess up the whole place. Where well, when we got carpet, I mean, are you trying to, people are the carpet.
2: Yeah, so it's to, to get the floor in now, you know, bro. <laughs> on it. What are really? you
3: saying, that, Rolando? Hmm. That little thing, water, my, people might see that as just like something small, but then that's a knock on effect that can become something big and change her whole um, personality. That can change the way she thinks. It can develop her differently yeah but yeah no definitely because is it's, water, like... it's like water man come on now but yeah, the fact of because you change and you influence in her is making it's, it's a cycle now and it's a generation that you pass them down that's not just water it can be education wise yeah yeah, yeah. financial wise it could be it's endless
0: yeah you see the way I look at it is like and when I'm working with people kids my children everything is first off no one's perfect yeah mm. you can aim to be better like Patrick was saying just a minute ago, as fathers, we aiming to be better all the time and showing that we're on that progress. So when our children are below like 10 years old, we need to be showing them, like I said, with water, like if we got coke in our hands all the time, they're gonna pick up that habit. Yeah. So at 11 and 12, at, when they start hitting teenage years, that's where my parenting skills change slightly to allow them to like, you know what? I have to show them my weaknesses and where yeah. I failed at and my accidents and explain to them like, you know what? Your dad, as much as I want to be perfect and be the person that you always turn to, I made these mistakes and that's why I'm advising you on it. So I've told, um, I was in a conversation with my daughter and when I was younger, I wasn't as mature as what I am now. I made some mistakes trying to sell stuff that I shouldn't have sold. And I just said, like, I was in this situation. This is what happened. If you end up in this situation where you're lying to your parents, it comes back round. So the, yeah. like, with the, as they get older, I try to install, like, just don't be a liar to me. I'll always accept you for whoever you are and whatever you've done. You might not agree with it, but, you know, we can talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I, I did it. I, I did things my dad didn't agree with. You're gonna do, I tell her like, every day and I tell my son, you're gonna do stuff I'm not happy with, but please understand that if it ever comes on top, I'm always here. I'm not yeah. gonna disown you for that point blank, but I want to have that conversation <laughs> with you. Whether or not they take it on, but if we live it, yeah, it, it, it plants a seed like the same way of drinking a bottle of water mm. the same way by being honest and open and opinionated and allowing them to yeah. express themselves it plants that seed that uh, you know it's come on top dad I need to um talk to you because you know yeah. what, I had to do a thing and it didn't work alright this is well, what happens I've and
2: been so, through that I've literally been through that like my my parents my father as well like, they would I think they after so many years they gave me that freedom to just have just to do what I need to do in life and you know, get through, like, I've, I've been around, like, I've done this, I've done that, I've made so many mistakes, and then it got so much, like, I used to bottle it up, and it got so much, I had to just tell them, it. and when I did, being able to just talk to them, and just, I, I thought they was going to be angry at me, you know what I mean, but just being able to talk to them, and get that advice, and learn from what I did wrong, like, it's, it's warming, so, yeah, man, that's the same thing I wanted to them my kids as well, just be, have them as, you could say like a best friend at the time, like just so that they just feel comfortable to come talk to you about any situation, you know? You're no, not alone.
0: Because I don't like the idea of being my child's best friend because they know there's yeah. repercussions. If you come to me, there's repercussions. But like I said, I deal with every child, the same way I deal with, I deal with my children the same way, But if you come to me and you feel like you need to say something to me, there will be repercussions. You might not be happy with my repercussions, mm but I would deal with the situation adequately. And you won't be able to moan with how I deal with the situation because it will be fairly, but there will be repercussions regardless of it. So incident at work, there's a kid will come to me and say, this person hit me. Okay, this person hit you. Come over here, what happened? Mm. Well, I hit them because they said this to me, <laughs> all right? Let's work out. So now you're both in timeout. So you come to me before you try to sort out the situation yourself. So this is sort of, the situation of a situation at A. If you deal with me, you won't be happy, and I will deal with it fairly and adequately every <laughs> single time. So I, I think that's why I was able to grow into my into my profession was because I look at everybody as equal and the same. And okay, not no, I'm not going to say the same because why are you picking on that child when that child's quiet and silent in the background, yeah. doing nothing? So I won't treat them the same, but I'll treat them appropriately. Yeah. And as human beings. I look to treat every human being appropriately to how you treat me and everyone around you. Nice, man. Um, yeah, no, that's
1: true, right. Even with that, like, Maya does ask to drink water. And she, obviously, Eb drinks water all the time um, around the mm. clock, you know. So she, she sees that from mommy and she's seeing daddy doing it a lot more. Um, So she she's picking up. And it is, it is a small but effect, um, effective habit that I know is, I have, like, my bad habit that was... I wasn't trying to eradicate from developing in her sort of thing, you know. Um, Why you know? Have you got any bad habits that you've, you're starting to see, or you try to eradicate from from your child or children?
2: Um, I think more just for me, leaving stuff out in her grasp and then getting victimized when she touches it. But you know, when you're just in your comfort <laughs> zone, like in your yard, you got your cup there. Or was starting there like and then they come touch it or they go and dash something in it like the other day she just dashed my, my, my ear buds earbuds my earbuds in my in cup of tea man. I was vexed <laughs> what? <then> I was going
1: <laughs> to go dry like, that so quickly huh? Is this why you sound like this? It's because it was in tea? No these are different ones what does <laughs> it sound like? Is this unclear? <laughs>
3: no, it doesn't sound clear It sounds like you're still in the tea laughter <laughs> This is my earbuds,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, kind that's of but, but no, yeah, literally, just, I think just me, me just leaving stuff about. But because my life is so, I would say, I wouldn't say hectic, but I've got a lot to do. I don't have time to tidy up every single time and it gets to a certain stage. But I think just knowing when she's around, yeah. I'm going to just start doing more in terms of like my pups. You see I'm that, watching. Patrick? Wait,
1: but watch this, Kes. what's Kes, what's this? But you pack her with the Xbox control pad, though, no? don't you? <laughs>
2: That's the maddest thing is, no. The maddest thing is, I no, don't, but she's like, hey, she's not, she's not, she's not, she's not, not touch that. She's, we mean, She don't touch that. <laughs> like, when she does, <laughs> like, it, I'm, I'm there,
1: innit, really, I'm about, Still, so I'm not going to lie. Kes, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What do you, you think, you know, it's showing up in Zai or... That you, you're conscious your own bad habits, so you're conscious of that. You're not trying to eradicate. To be quite honest with you, when I'm around Zion,
3: mm. I am very, very wary of what I say and do around him. Mm. Like literally, the boy is a sponge. Like <laughs> I, I wish you guys could see me. The the, the um the audience can see me today. My guy went to nursery, right? So his mom got him ready. I'm in my room getting ready. Yeah. My guy came around in my room, he looked at me, I went, and nodded his head. He winked at me, clicked, what? and nodded his head. He went... <laughs> what? My, <dad>. what? <laughs> my guy my dad winked at me and nodded his head. And it, it clicked on me like, raw. We do that to him a lot. Like when you see him, we, we wink at him, and like, you're all right, babes. Basically, like really? that. <laughs>
1: Now he's in nursing <laughs> Winking at the nursery teachers And yeah so Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah literally. <laughs> literally So when I'm around him I'm very wary Of what I say And do around him yeah. yeah Very wary So As far as bad habits Doing around him I can't think There is one But I can't think of it Currently right now I'm pretty sure there's one But yeah. I can't think of it
1: that, that was, You know
2: what I, One yeah. more from me I think more is Just cursing But I think It's not even cursing like that. I think it's cursing When I'm playing game bro it seems as though she might be in the other room. I've been like, for sake, bro. Like, get me. Like, how did that? Why am I lagging or just cussing my internet? I'm cussing my own internet in my own head. but mm-hmm. like, it's coming out loud. But I think that's one thing that I'm going to be more wary about.
3: Yeah. In terms Ooh, of me, that. Sorry, I've got another one, P. Me for another one, road rage. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, driving... Yeah.
1: To, yeah, that as well.
3: I'm driving to school, yeah. I'm driving to work, yeah. So, bear in mind, Zaya's nursery is at my hospital, right? So, yeah. we both get at the same time. And I'm at a roundabout. I was like, go! That's not our roundabout work. And I'm like, go, go, go! <laughs> so every morning on the way to work, be like, go! go!
1: <laughs> May I used to do that. And that's when I realized that my. Because she, normally she has her headphones on she's watching her, her shows or she's playing something or you know she's practicing writing from seeing it visually on her tablet because we've got i've got mm. a tray that she can put along her, her um, across her legs and everything and it's, it's one day i got up to like straight up, just my strip coming. and those lights mm. are just like that it's on like that it's off and then mm. i want to go because i'm not running late right and i literally Beeped and by, by the time I beeped there, all I heard behind me was come on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to open my mouth yet, and she's already seen <laughs> in my head. and I was like, ah,
2: time... beeping now in the car. Yeah, with
1: that, <laughs> yeah. And then it, it evolved to, oh, what is that red car doing, daddy? Or is it, is he, is he being silly? And it's like, oh, man, now I, now I need to rework. Reprogram your mind out of that sort of thing. So it's like I just have a road rage in my head when she's there now, irrespective of whether she's awake or asleep. Because like I know one thing I'm scared she's gonna pick up is kissing the teeth. Because I kiss my teeth so much, even mm-hmm. without consciously knowing I'm doing it. Um, and I'm really scared she's gonna pick it up. So it's like something I'm, I'm always in my head like. All right, you haven't done it. So will do it at the wrong time to, like, your mum and that's it. <laughs> in, yeah. no, but that's my mum's angel. But she'll do it yeah. in public and that's it be we But what about you, Tom? Yeah. Any, any... My, my bad habits
0: are, like, I'm on a journey, but my house is like a sweet shop. So if you come mm-hmm. into my house, there's crisps, chocolate, sweets. <laughs> um, And where I'm trying to change my habits, the kids know that there's loads there. So it's like it's a battle because my missus don't have it that I'm taking rid of it. So I said the key uh, when I'm not in the house, Chris available. My brother only comes to my house because he says it's Charlie in the chocolate factory. Come to your house <laughs> and pick up a lot of things uh for me. But like Patrick as well, which I was gonna ask all of you is um the cursing. So I'm a, I'm on two words when it comes to cursing. So number one, it's like nature versus nurture. Yeah, whether I swear or not, the children are gonna swear. My dad didn't yeah. swear around me, I, I still swear. Jeez. Um I don't swear on purpose around the kids, but I don't hide, yeah. I swear around my children. Because you need to know how to use it appropriately and when to use it. But it's like, how do you not use the swear words? Because is it something you try to blank out? And don't, like, My if my child swears at me, there's a problem. Put it yeah. that way. Like, don't you know what to... it
2: is? Yeah, no, what it is. I don't try to blank it out, but like my partner put it to my attention today. She's like, stop cursing, I am just like, Do you know what, sorry, like, I'm sorry, but this game is getting me mad, and I find it's more time when I play my game that I'm mm. cussing, because you know how it gets online, called what or whatever it is, but you know how it gets to the, like, <laughs> yeah, literally, but in terms of swearing, in general, like, around there, nah, I've, I've kind of limited that, and I've even tried to limit it to words, like, instead of, like, you say, freak, or whatever it is, just to kind of, Myself into a habit where I don't need to use those words anymore or so but, often, but yeah, you're right in terms of that. Though, like we do grow up to because my parents never
3: really swore at me. That that, that I, I remember saying that, Patrick. Yeah, because with me, like you said, now think about it. There is things I see. I don't say "oh shit." I say "oh sugar lumps." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He always
1: does that. People like <laughs> I've actually heard guest come up with that. And I just looked at over <laughs> my shoulder like, what? what? It made sense once I realised that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, sugar lumps, yeah? Because that's my way of, like, not swearing, but swearing at the same time. And subconsciously, I do it at work. I do it everywhere when my kids are not around right. here. But by us, what Tom is saying, it's nature versus nurture. With that, by saying that, yeah, are we basically cutting the our kids? Is that what we're trying to do? Are we basically blocking it from the world?
0: The life, It's going to happen.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I think... Is that
2: what thought Maybe for younger kids, yeah? If you did, because they kind of copy everything you say in it. So once a kid is in age, they know the differentiation between, okay, yeah, it's a bad word, or I can say that word now, or depending on how comfortable as well, they feel with their parents or swearing around their parents. Or like, I never felt comfortable with my parents.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you That's it But it,
2: it, yeah. You know what I mean It's literally that Like So you just it's, it's just Literally I feel like It just depends on the age Of the child At the time um, Where you Utilise Those swear words Like I feel like If my child They reach Late teens Let's say And me and my partner Just cursing But just Not cursing like, At each other Or in anger Just in vain You know what you're just cursing mm-hmm. Then My child is Old enough To kind of understand yeah, Okay cool I'm not going to use that word Around them Or I don't know. I feel like even if my child said something like, Oh, for F sake or whatever it is, then but and obviously they're at a certain age, it's just like, do I tell them off about it or I just should I just be like language? Because you know what normal. I
0: mean? The music they listen to is about swearing. Like mm. even when we was younger, you listen to DMX, Tupac, yeah, yeah it's pure swear words, yeah. pure cuss words. So your parents don't need to tell you nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <swear> yeah. Word, <laughs> under language, every swear, sort of but curious. you know, categorically. While I'm with my parents, I do not say this language. When i my Wait, friends man. can say them. <laughs> yeah, Listen, you're perfect. You, you, you nail. I
3: always get go nail, nail, nail on the, the head. head. You yeah. nail on the head. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I'm a big man, yeah. But if I'm with my mom, you would never hear me playing a vibes cartel or. I used, to, you always mad you I never... used to
1: do that. You know. And they used you to would hear me. you. you never... No, i play it uncomfortably yeah because i want to enjoy it. i'm not fully enjoying it but i don't no, want to just turn it off and make my mom feel uncomfortable so i'm playing it uncomfortably. and the worst part is my mom bags it anyways if it's like if it's something to dance to because you don't know my, like 12, you don't know yeah but my mom my mom's almost a splitting image of me in our personal in it so my mom if it's there if you can dance to it my mom is she will it. Dance. if there's a dance move my mom is with it so whether there's are <laughs> i'm blinding it or not but
3: yeah, if you are right, it still <laughs> depends on our moment of choosing it, because like you said, yeah, I wouldn't play that music, any type of music or swear in it from my mom. but I know, she knows, I swear. It's like one day my mom said, oh, do you know any um mixes, like Guyanese mix, because you know the Guyanese DJs, <laughs> and, DJs yeah? and I was there like, what are you doing? she's like, I like it, it's funny, I was like, <laughs> it was I like funny. It <laughs> that it's swearing. She's like, Yeah, man, I like it. I was like, Oh my days. (laughs) The thing is, as respect as how I was brought up, I wouldn't do it in front of her. Hmm. And like Tom is saying, yeah. But you know what? Same way. So sorry, Kirsty, I got you. But same way,
2: that kind of thinking that we have, we know to do around our parents. You kind of have to think back, okay, cool. If we have that, then maybe our kids would just kind of follow that same rationale and have that respect to not swear around us or. Just naturally not be that type of person. Yeah, but I feel like it be. shouldn't.
1: It shouldn't just be. And I think that Tom probably agree with me on this. Is because um, we're we're all at a varied stage in fatherhood. Whereas you know, mm, yeah. um, for two of us is our first child. For the other two, it's your, your your second and and you know onwards and upwards. Um. So, I, my pet peeve is swaying around children in its entirety so we could like we could i could be with you tom at yours and you start swearing and it will bother me and i'll be like i'll, I'll actually I'll, I'll say to you can you not swear around your kids they're your kids but mm-hmm. it annoys me like my my god kids parents know like anyone's i don't care if it's your child not but it's just the way i was brought up i've heard my mom swear swear and my stepdad's swear and such for but it wasn't that prevalent and for me it doesn't sit well and it doesn't make sense especially if they' are an impressionable age impressionable yeah or the younger yeah, the, yeah 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 i think it's more crucial that we are conscious of our language because though they may not say it around us but this they, st- they may say it somewhere where there's another adult you know yes mm-hmm. they'll say it around their peers but they'll say something where another adult is and to me that' it's not right it doesn't make sense so like for yourself tom where you know i like the point that you raise is in the fact that you're not gonna hide what they're gonna be exposed to outside, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like because your your children are at that age where they can under- understand that and they di- um, differentiate between okay, right, right, or, right or wrong, right or wrong. This can be said, this can't be said, sort of thing. Because undoubtedly, they're gonna swear amongst their friends. We did it. <laughs> we did yeah, it.
0: I'm not even gonna swear in front of other people's for kids. Yeah, I'm not children for yeah. life. That's yeah. not my job to teach your child about swear words. Yeah. <laughs> like, point blank, I don't know what faith you are, what your understanding of swear words is, and what your language is. Yeah. Like, that's down for you. Like, I'm not going to start talk- talking to them about sex either. Yeah. That's their problem. It's no problem. <laughs> no issue. So while I'm at work, it's a different person. But when I'm at home, it's like, okay, you're upstairs listening to Digger T and um, Stormzy and everybody else. I know what you're listening to. <laughs> It's not a problem, you're listening to like 90% of the stuff that I'm listening to when I'm training, yeah. so I know what you're listening to, but I again I'll, I'll go back to no, no, it's the foundations you set for your children, the respectables yeah. you put. Because I never would, when my dad annoyed me, I did swear at him as I grew up, and I, I regret that now, yeah. I never laid that foundation in the first place to separate that, but now it's like our oldest boy is 21, I've never heard him swear, yeah. I hear his swearing music all the time, yeah. I've never, so I've never heard him swear. He knows that I swear, yeah. but he knows the respect level and the foundation that that's, I'm not his father. Like the person oh. that raised me as a father, the person yeah. Yeah. my mother, like I don't swear at them. What, am, what have I got to swear at them for? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no reason to, like, you'll sit in the garden I hear him swear with his friends, mm. but you walk outside, all his friends will be respectful as well. The moment you walk inside, the language in the loft and everything cracks out again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's true and you know, I don't, um, like me and my partner, and we don't substitute. So you see, like our kiss, well, not substitute, like for like substitution. And I well, like sugar So you see, like our guests will go sugar lumps, or some people say <laughs> sugar, honey, iced tea, you know, that like, like substitution. So instead, where would go our pop or our sake, Instead, I'll be like, Christ come on, man. You know, not make it a like for like, word where mad. You know about... and that would just be my thing. I'd be like, Christ, I'm like, come on. You
2: see, it was mad though. I don't like, it was, it's, I don't know if there's like that like, deeper Christian in me, but I don't like saying Christ or Jesus.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not going to say like, Jesus man. Christ. No, but I'd be like, oh, Christ, you know. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> as, as it's nice. the thing with his bro, how he's brought is like, you don't say the Lord's name in vain. So
1: vain is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's first, well, though, isn't it? I'm not saying it's first <laughs> name; it's just the last name, isn't it? Yeah. So, of the send Same thing, bro. <laughs> 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 you
2: know, I just hear it, is
1: my
2: guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it, it's
1: good, and you know, it brings us, brings on to the um the next point in in like relationship wise, and you highlighted it earlier, you know, and I saw. I remember when I first saw you put up on the social media, and it's the video of you and your your um your wife, your missus, you know, together on the bed just talking. I'm like, bro, this remind me a goggle box. But instead, I'm <laughs> on the <laughs> other side just watching what's going on there. I was like, I really rate it, you know, because it's it given like you said in this pandemic, it's been a mad shift, you know, in our in our relationships with each other, relationship with our children and such, um. On that relationship, it was just Valentine's Day. How did it go for you lot? Like, if it's what you laid out,
0: if I start, I I hit home with a baseball bat, right? Home run, yeah, yeah, bro. I'll just say, like, Valentine's Day, I didn't do nothing, yeah, um, because I planned not to do nothing. So I bought a rose and said, Thank you very much, innit? Mm. Um, I booked it. Uh, when's this coming out because I don't want to get arrested for what I did.
1: Well, not, not, not this Sunday, the following Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay,
0: so Boris might change his mind, yeah. So um I booked an Airbnb up in St. Paul's, um, booked a photographer to come and meet us down, walk around London, got the photographer to take pictures of us, um, booked a restaurant to come down and put prepare the food in the Airbnb, had the room <laughs> oh, covered in balloons. <laughs> yes, Tom, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate Valentine's Day home because
3: it's just like
1: Yes, I yeah, because there's always that thing of hmm. oh, it's just it's it's a day for the um the women and hmm. oh men are not chivalrous anymore and uh, are we still romantic? And I think yes, we bloody well are, you know, for hundred percent. And um, as much as Valentine's a two part thing, it's just it's the, the love that's showing there in it. And you really did hit the home run there. You knocked the ball right out of the universe. It, it was insane. a bad
0: year. It was a bad year. We were meant to be married in. November, if I'm right, November the first. Yeah. At the cancel our wedding, um, move it forward. Um, birthdays were cancelled. Any trips we wanted was cancelled. Yeah. So you know what? Like it actually made sense to celebrate a day of the year, set up to celebrate each other. Normally yeah. I wouldn't care less, but because of the years that we, the year that had, everyone had. Like, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate our yeah. relationship. Let's celebrate each other for for at least twelve hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now that's it, man. And I guess where's it's an Airbnb flex. Yeah, you know, you're still in your own bubble, just you and.
0: I was at know. work. I was at work at the Airbnb. I had a conference to do online in London. Yeah. So if anyone ever listens to this podcast, it was work purposes only. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> again, you're not you're not mi- mixing with anyone. It's it's too yeah. just you by yourself. And yeah, I, I had thoughts on that. Um, but we we had a really late night the night before, so didn't wake up till about five thirty that day. And it's only because. I got a phone call that dinner was on its way. So, like for ourselves, usually every year, throughout the year, one of us will plan one of the other things. So obviously, I'll plan our birthday. One of us will plan Valentine's. One of us will plan um, uh, anniversary. But we won't tell the other person what it's just know that something's planned. So I feel mm. like yourself, it's been a really odd year. You know, mm. it's it's literally going to be a year next month that we've gone in in and out. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna do a COVID edition. So your boy said, "Yeah, I'm gonna get some f- roses." Roses didn't come until Valentine's Day, which is rubbish. But I managed to buy like, <laughs> like fake roses put on the floor, and then I set up in the corner over there. You probably can still even see actually, like balloons, you know, <laughs> Valentine's balloons. I bought Aww. two of them out of the place. What a <laughs> kind of hamper? Let you know I me mean? like. Because I've done a hamper for it before, so I've hamper out, out of stuff and got one of those big, ugly teddy bears, you know, those big rose teddy bears that everyone likes. I just think they're absolutely atrocious.
0: 100% horrible. Yeah. They
1: they don't have eyes. So it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not a flowers person. So I like, got, got a lot of... How many process. gifts did you get? Because I saw a bear presence on that table, man. Are you
2: kidding
0: The
1: thing is, I think, because uh, <laughs> it's always that thing of, oh, what do you get? like someone for their valentines, you know, yeah, especially have yeah, been, been for a long time and we've been together for seven years, so we've done jewellery in the past and whatever. Um, so I just got a base that she actually said over the past few months that she needed, you know, essentials. So it's quite a few smaller items and then the big items, but put it all together over there. And the nice touch <laughs> was that the whole idea was dining under the stars, you know, COVID edition. So I bought this um, light that projects stars into the sky. So it looks like the galaxy. Isn't it? Yeah, we, I we we I the light I When you turn the light off. you told me the Snapchat for that. It was bad. It was bad. What? Wicked. When, I, when the light was off, the ceiling was like, it was, it's literally like you're looking into space. Like you had stars, you had like the aurora, blue and green, lit. And then got some like Moscato wine. Wine? Moscato, whatever what Moscato is. Um, and then, you know, Moscato just... Yummy! it was it was real nice, and she's like, This is the best one that we've done so far. Because she was banned from the living room for like a day and a half. She wasn't allowed in there. So she never knew what's going on. <laughs> yeah, was I'm way- not gonna lie to you, man.
3: On Valentine's Day, could do nothing. Every day, my missus is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm. Let me tell you, because Puma Porsche's birthday is a couple of days before Valentine's Day. So went to her mom's house right around the corner. Being people in mind, she's part of the bubble as well. She works hospital, so yeah. Went there, left her by her mom's house, ran to the shop, went to get some little bits and bobs. Like Orlando, I bought some fake um, rose petals. Ran a bath, put some candles around. I make like a walking path with the roses and the um. Yeah, candles. that was
1: sick. When I saw that, I said the boy did well. Okay, I thought he's gonna propose again. Like this was. <laughs> <laughs> It
3: even looked like the yard, but, young, but I come like what I yeah. So I done that. I cook um I cook a nice steak with some some steak. I did calamari. But you know the funniest thing is, yeah, it's like obviously I did all of this while she was at her mom's house. So I lit the candles. So I drove, put my foot down and drove to her mom's house and be like, yo, we gotta go now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta leave now. It's just a game house burned down <laughs> <laughs> so that was it and that was her birthday that's what they for her birthday but for Valentine's Day we literally like Rolanda said I think we stayed up the night before we was catching up on series and whatnot it was a nice birthday she had mascot, she had wine we, we had a really nice night yeah but for Valentine's day we just literally chilled like enjoyed the presence of each other's company
0: yeah and, and for Hats off to the before thing, man. You don't need to catch up on that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, even
3: our aunties don't say, like, what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Like, every day is Valentine's Day. You treat your woman right, then she will stay there. Like, Orlando, it's a long relationship. We've been together seven years in April, coming April. So it's, it, it was amazing. It's funny, now looking back at it. Like, wow, am I losing my romantic touch? Like, uh, i got to but Tom? I've got to stop my game up,
0: Yo, oh, the is story, set bro. the bar. I, <laughs> I swear down, it's a not a normal thing. And something I'd advise every gentleman, like, yeah. rather than us making decisions on what the woman wants all the time, sometimes oh. we have to converse with them and just say, like, they might want that. And it's not always about our opinion and what we want, innit? it? Sometimes, yeah, like I said, it might be Valentine's Day every other year. Or some days we might plan something after Valentine's Day because we don't agree with Valentine's Day. But yeah. as long as you're treating your woman right all the time, you just make sure, yeah, just make sure you're always conversing to make sure. I'm waiting for Patrick to say what he did, because he's got a lot to live up with. Everyone else is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bit silent in the corner, you know? <laughs> ah, listen, uh, I like Rolando well, yesterday. Yeah.
2: I bought
1: real flowers, is not it? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I bought real flowers as well. This is what I'm saying, P, yeah? Because my fake flowers, my fake petals with the come till Valentine's Day, I had to take... <laughs> she did not even know. I took a couple, like, the of Rose I bought her. I took, like, three yeah. of them out. <laughs> and, the oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and put exactly. a trail on the floor that led to her presence, you know, her Valentine corner with the blues and stuff. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. gee. no, because literally, because me and China were pushing that like, eight years now, bro. Mm. So it's just like, we we even both agreed, you know, what, let's just have a chilled one, nothing too special. I cooked her dinner, I cooked her a little favourite She loves steak, she loves prawns in it. So I just made that for her. Um, just had a mess, watched, watched our shows. Oh, you know what, yeah. Because I pulled out the socks for her, for her birthday. Like, yeah. I did something of really nice for her birthday. Like, even, like, proper games, like, set up. Got all of her friends, I mean, family, friends in one facility. There was more than the number of lockdown, but that's the Bible, you know, the Bible. <laughs> and, like, literally, she she loved it. That like, She enjoyed that in it. And obviously, that's just because sometimes, bro, I'll randomly go out on the road and just, if yeah, I'm at the shop, I just buy a flower and just come home yeah, and see yeah. I fly, I was, like flower little things like that in it so when it comes to a specific day even in the back of my mind i'm just thinking
3: oh, what do i buy what do i what do i get
2: <laughs> you know oh, if i bought this girl so much
3: perfume so
2: much jewelry it's like <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean it's just like what, what what do you get anymore but you just start realizing certain things of just being around that person and just having that partner to just do everything that you want to do with and be yourself you want to be yourself and just the Same way they treat you right, you just treat them right, I'm as so so Just I can't... a quick question
0: to all of you lot, right, just a quick question. So is yeah. romance dead for men? Like all we want is what's at the end of romance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we like I, I don't care. If I come out with my flowers there, I don't care if they're for me. Like yeah. mister can buy me a birthday present. I really don't care. You bought me a birthday present. Yeah, thank you very much. Apart, you know, that's going in the bin tomorrow, isn't it? Like all we want oh, yeah. is at the end of romance, <laughs> like say so for us. Valentine's Day and romance don't exist. We're doing it solely for the benefit of the woman. Woman, I don't yeah. I do like special. that to you. And you know what, yeah? Not even only
3: that, it's the pressure of society as well. Because yeah. everywhere you look, yeah, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, it's, there's everything for the women, literally. You can know two months in advance with Mother's Day. Do you know if Father's Day is coming? You don't, until a week beforehand. Oh, like God, I can't life. remember
1: when either one of them were. The
3: exactly, but you see, it's the thing is, yeah, we, we feel pressured in society that you have to do something, yeah, and like we said, we might not want to, which is the end result of that you weren't forced to. It's like prime example. Yeah. I don't me and Portia, my is Portia, we don't celebrate um, what's it called, Mother's and Father's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't celebrate that. What whatever day it is, we don't celebrate it. We celebrate Parents' Day. This is the day that we decide, that's the day that we found out that we're going to have a child. is the 21st of August. So that day, every year, we celebrate the fact that we're going to be parents. We don't yeah. celebrate Mother's Day or Father's Day because that day is special to us. And that's the thing is, yeah, when it's Mother's Day come and Father's Day come, she doesn't feel a way that she has to get me something or I have to get her something. We don't question. But it's that day, it's like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, why, is, why should we need to show one day the love and affection. There's 364 other days in a year. I
1: don't know. Like, I, I kind of disagree in the sense. Really now? Yeah, in the sense that. Um, no, I agree, and I, I agree and oh, I disagree. Can I, I, can, I one, can I pause you for one second here? Tom,
3: mm-hmm. I see your glasses getting refilled, but you're not moving. Do you have a secret stash of alcohol there, bro
0: <laughs> Why was JD. <laughs> Don't no call <laughs> 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 It's my little man, man. Man. man Don't I worry. If it was in studio, if <laughs> it
2: was in studio, that would have been the message, bro. Don't get
0: that your man cave, yeah? It's my man cave. That's why you don't hear no one. This is just me out here by ah. myself.
2: Every everyone
1: needs that. What I was going to say is that um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I agree sorry. and I disagree. So I agree in the sense that um, society, society and tradition. So it's not so much about society. Society and tradition over the years have stared in the direction that it is men putting women on a pedestal, the highest pedestal and giving that day to them, you know, praising your your woman, showering her from head to toe, whether it be in in an expensive fashion or in a very effortful fashion, you know, pulling out all the stops for her. It doesn't have to be spending money. It could just be loads of sentimental stuff. Um, And where I say I disagree is if you and that person, so like me and Eb, wasn't really into Valentine's before, but I've always been, and we've we've built it so that we enjoy Valentine, because we're both not just getting gifts for each other, but we're doing we're doing things for each other. So it's it's like a really joint effort. So as much as we take turns in doing it every year, um, it's nice and it feels good that it's not me every year going, okay, I must buy her this or I must take her hair must do that. We enjoy fine dining eating out and what she plans to do is it feels nice because she's like you know she it's a secret she's really making the effort and stuff and it's it's me being appreciated as well as she's been appreciated because while she's doing that I'm still getting her something and still trying to put a little surprise here and there and that's where I, I disagree in the sense that once longevity kicks into your relationship and you start to enjoy it more you, you know dispel the societal and, and societal and traditional um Push on it, you really start to enjoy it more, and it's no longer just a day built to shower women. You know, it's a you day appreciate well, relationship and shower relationship.
2: True, you know what it is as well. I think as well, I think for me, it's just because of lockdown, bro. Mm. Like the fact that I love going out in it. If I'm if I'm doing something Valentine's like day we will we we touching out we'll somewhere, somewhere with a nice view,
1: a nice yeah. meal, yeah, yeah. and say, then say my love of you, mate.
2: Bring it bring it back to the yard, and you know, if I've got something, I will have the house decorated and whatnot, but. Yeah. It's, it's more going out or just bringing it to a spa, a spa hotel for the weekend, just, start, just to relax or something like that if I'm doing if I'm if I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. I think lockdown just caused me to just, or both of us in, in the fact, because we both kind of sat down and agreed with it. Just uh, to something to intimate, this, just something, you know, appreciate each other's company at the same time. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be all about gifts at the end of the day. Um yeah. the gifts are nice, but it is it's, it's more just embracing each other's company and enjoying each other's company and just cherishing each other for who you are
0: a conversation i had with a couple of gentlemen on another podcast as well i've been on too many podcasts over the last couple of weeks <laughs> and it was like uh, your, your your time is um, the biggest resource and yeah. you are your yeah. biggest resource so when when you're organizing dates and that always work yourself not finances is not always look at yourself and your partner as the biggest resource so yeah. even if it's a walk just look at it as a walk, and the effort you put into going for a walk means you silence the world for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. If it's money, that's on top of everything you put in. But the moment you free yourself up, put your phone on dead silent, don't answer your phone, and talk about what needs to be spoke about, that's the biggest resource. That's the, mm-hmm. all you can offer. That's one thing you know you're never going to get back is your time. You're going a spa weekend. That's time plus everything else. I take my mission yeah. up to London. That's time. Time is the biggest resource. Time. And while, yeah, being with that beat, saying that we want to spend time with you, and that—that's what kind of like you said, society has led us to believe that the biggest resource is finances. Mm-hmm. When in actual fact, the biggest resource is the fact that we want to spend time together, and we mm-hmm. should appreciate that before any other gift.
2: Any other gift? Yeah, that's it. I like I don't mind putting. was like you know when you just care for somebody so much, you don't mind buying them more. If you've got the money, you don't mind spending a certain amount of money on them, because it's about love and care you have for them. Yeah, secondary, you know, it? but it's just the fact that you've got that time with each other, one another, just to embrace and just you might even just do the same thing you did yesterday, but because it's Valentine's Day, you know that you can call. You know, what? this is dedicated to you. I'm not gonna pop out or take this phone call if we're just chilling. It's just our moment in, in for this particular moment in time in the day, even if we haven't actually had that moment in time. But I think lockdown it's caused you to have more of that time with each other. So this Valentine's coming up for me, it was, you know, we've had bad time together. Like Valentine's always, always missed me, but I thought, you know what, cool, let me just do something because I, just, I love you, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say to you? Literally, let me just do something. Like, because we get to a stage in life where we do so much in, with our lives in our own time that sometimes you're just too tired and you get home to even spend time with your partner do you know what I mean so you just have to kind of like you were saying Tom like time time is just a a tool that you kind of have to make sure that you utilize properly man literally
1: Mm. no it's it's nice though because it's like Patrick does this buying flowers on a on a normal because I always hear about it because everybody likes (laughs) flowers I don't like flowers because me, i sorry, bad, I'm making a
2: man look bad in that. Man. I didn't know that he's sharing
1: it. It would be like, it <laughs> would be like, see, out, I want some flowers. Like, in a jokey way, it's, all, it's all like, oh, you want some flowers. I'm like, that's really nice of Patrick. Like, you know, I don't like flowers for me. It's my problem is, yeah, I spend these money in these flowers. You don't go plant for them to then grow again. <laughs> <for> some sort <laughs> of investment, they're gonna die in a few days. So I'm just throwing money down the drain. <laughs> but I understand the sentimental be... value behind it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's never really been a, a thing. But I like. You no know, flowers.
2: That... I wanted to get one one time though. I wanted to get those ones where you can, you can actually roll notes in there. Now I'm just debating whether to put five pound notes or 5 pound notes in there.
0: £50 okay, that's a lot different
2: yeah, you know?
0: the
3: yeah, I, I'll get it, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick literally just said the definition of money don't grow on trees man. yeah you're to change no, but <laughs> is, I've always seen it and I said no I want to try that one day. it's
2: just I don't want to give away that much money bro. <laughs> I don't want to buy someone something then give money Like I don't know what it is I don't like giving money I just like giving gifts yeah, in the in money for a minute. I feel like when I give money even that's even like with homeless people, like I like to give them something, like even shan might might go buy them something from the shop. The other day, actually, speaking on that, was in Tesco and came out. Somebody bought this homeless guy sitting outside of Tesco. It was snowing, it was the day when it was snowing mad, and just bought him like what a whole two bags of shopping. I was just like, raw, Yeah, like that's I love that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like £50 worth, but would you give that, that that homeless person £50 or would you rather buy them something? Yeah, rather buy them
1: because you don't know what, if they, they're you homeless laugh, due yeah. to any sort of addiction, you know addiction will, will prevail in, in that sort of situation and mm. it's rather just get them food and stuff that, and a lot of homeless people, they're not homeless alone, they're homeless with friends So mm, true. Like, homeless friends so then they they could all benefit from it um, but one true, last true. thing I wanted to touch on on this before we move on is you did something on Valentine's Day which was really cool um, me and Ed was talking about it and ultimately I done the same was you got you yeah, gave Renaya like flowers as well um, oh yeah and, I got one done on one knee. Yeah, <laughs> and like gave your daughter flowers and it. it's it's the it's the meaning behind it which was which was pretty cool I wasn't going to do it because I never thought to do it not going to lie to you because again not really with the flower stuff <laughs> but yeah just showing your, your child you know, what, love and appreciation you know, are. how what to expect later on in life and from a man's point of view. And if it's your if it's your son, your son seeing mm. you, you know, be loving towards your 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 your, um, your partner.
0: Mm.
1: I, I went and got me a, a rose, yeah. Um, no, yeah, we got a rose <laughs> <laughs> when we gave her the rose, because we went to pick her up from my mom's mom's in Masapobo on the drive back, she fell asleep. So I'm trying to fix the rose, yeah. Please believe she woke out of her sleep, costly me. No, it's mine. And then went back <laughs> to sleep. I'm like, I'm trying to fix it. Should I don't no leave it alone? It's my one. Don't take it away. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm trying to, to go to sleep with this rose. It was her rose. It was her rose. And I'm trying to say to her, it's still your rose, baby. I'm just trying to fix it. But it's, you know, it's just. It's important that these look like the effect these little things um have on there. Um, but what I want to before like just to move on with it is, you've Tom you in recent last month you did something with uh Lee. Yeah. Um, just let the listeners know of, of of what that initiative was and is there is there more to come?
0: Well, you no, know I wish I knew because I do so much with Lee's, I wish I knew what one it was.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> It was on a um, Saturday. It was a Zoom thing had on a Saturday. I'm trying to remember what it's called because I shared it. So, okay. This year,
0: what we done this year, so on that we done an effective communication for in relationships. Effective communication for men in relationships. I think that must be it. Um where me and Lee did a workshop for men trying to learn to communicate with women. Um from, from a man's point of view, we think we're always communicating logically much as we think we're logically, there's a lot of emotion involved in our communication. And we never, we kind of struggle to meet, especially people that we love, at a level where they communicate as well. So we come in, you know what, um, mm. I'm arguing, the argument's done, like I'm moving on. But they're not ready to move on from that relationship. And we're not ready to have that conversation because physically and emotionally we've moved on and they haven't, but we think uh, we're right. So we was having a mm. communication where you need to always look out for people's communication levels because we're not always right. And I told my daughter this today, we was having a conversation about communication, with my oldest daughter. And I said, you know what, the people you love are the hardest people to communicate with They know how to push your buttons mm. and they push your buttons so many times, you're always on the defensive. So I remember with my dad, I was always ready to argue with my dad just because he told me to come back for a certain time. He's looking out for my best interest, but I'm looking out for my best mm-hmm. interest and I know what's best for me. So we struggle to find a level playing field. And I said to her, like, you're having issues with your mom now, not because you are from, not because you're not both looking out for your best interest because you have two different perspectives on what your best interest is. Mm-hmm. So you need to find a level playing field where you can communicate from the same level. And that's the same as us in relationships with our partners. Mm-hmm. When I'm arguing my missus, and she's saying, Thomas, I need my, um, I need space or I asked for space and you give me too much space. And I'm saying, what are well, you talking about too much space? Well, you, t- you told me to give you space and I left you alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't, blah, blah, blah. And I, am I gonna argue for the sake of arguing or am I gonna try and find a resolution to this issue and be a leader that I think as fathers we're meant to be as a leader in our household. Mm-hmm. So rather than arguing with her, okay, you wanted your space. Let's, let's talk about what you mean by space. So next time I know what your space is. So you want me to yeah. be there for you, but I allow you to have your own space. So rather than me sleeping downstairs because you know me because you want your own space, I'm going to come upstairs and say, you're right, babes. Okay, you know, I'm here next to you still sleeping and we can have this conversation no matter what time of the night it is. But I get that. that's so, not where a lot of people coming from.
2: Yeah. Mm, I get that still, because even sometimes I'll do that, but I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll make her a cup of tea I won't mm. have to say that I'll just have to give her the cup of tea. And then eventually she has to say thank you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they <a little> <laughs> engage conversation or like just you, you cross, you, you touch feet and, in the bed when you're sleeping or something like that. Just dumb little things just to get their attention or <laughs> they might try and do it to get your attention. So, no, I get that still. Now, even, even sometimes with Shad, like I've said, to, not everything, even what you're saying about the defensive, like people get an defensive because you may have said something wrong in the the past or said it in a way in the past, but, um, yeah, I've I've preached that before, saying, like, not everything I say, you have to be defensive about, because I'm not attacking, I'm just trying to bring it to, that's one thing i am I might, it might be the way I'm saying it, but that's one thing I've tried to approach in a different way, just to say, like, I'm not, this is what I mean by what I'm saying, it's not in a bad way, it's just something that I'm saying so that I don't want you to catch feelings, but we can just address it, talk about it, move on. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's, that's, yeah, man, that's thats one method that I've found that works nowadays. And I'm do minimal, I don't remember the last time, to be fair, at the moment. So it's just like, yeah, I think little things, I don't know, just a bit of communication and relationships and everything. I think people need to be able to understand each other. A need to be able to understand each other. Obviously, you've got your separate lives at the same time and the whole thing with space, and you say with space. I think over time, you learn to understand once you've had that conversation, you learn to understand, okay, boom, okay this is what they need by my face. Even if it's just you being in one room, me being in one room. You have your own space. One of the things I
0: teach um, men now is, like, when we're talking to other people, we struggle to tell the truth to ourselves a lot of the time. So we'll tell ourselves not to pick up that Snickers bar because we're trying to lose weight. We're going to tell ourselves we're going to get up in the morning and go for a jog and not go for it. So if we're lying to ourselves and can't, rely on ourselves 100% of the time. Why are we expecting these same answers from people that we love? So they don't know themselves as much as we don't know ourselves. We don't know them and we're relying on them 100%. We all make mistakes. So if we can't be 100% honest with ourselves, don't expect them to be. So don't hold them accountable. Just have a conversation, relax. Mm. They make mistakes, we make mistakes. And people, a big thing that people think is compromise is 50-50. Compromise is never 50-50. Compromise Understood. is what you're willing to give up for the situation. That's it. And, wow. and finding a ground, not a middle ground. You know what, I'm going out tonight. Okay, I'll let you go out tonight. But just know you're not going out tomorrow night. That's compromise. Yeah. <laughs> Spending time, uh, I'm working 70 hour week this week. That's cool, but where's the compromise with your relationship that allows your missus to feel loved and to feel yeah. appreciated? We have to understand that as men, as women and in relationships, we're coming from two different angles and we're always struggling with ourselves. So we have to appreciate that our other person struggling with themselves and we have to support them in finding their true self and which we'll never find because we're always developing as well.
2: Mm. Always developing. That's true. It's true. But I think that's one thing you can't really learn to love someone or be around them as much when you don't love yourself or know yourself to a certain level where you're able to give up a certain portion of you in order to let that person into who you are in life.
0: Yeah. you got to love yourself. Like regardless of where you are in life, that's another thing. you got to love yourself 100%. Whether, you are, whether you're broke, whether you're struggling, whether you don't know where you're going in life, you got to love yourself and love
1: the journey. Yeah, we this <laughs> scenario. Just, you know, move to Colombia, sell drugs, sell chapel. <laughs> to wrap up on um so tom do let listeners know where they can you know tune into the great content that you've pushing across because you've you've raised the necessary conversations over the the past year you know even off the back of the week we had a um our last episode that we put out was you know one of the topics was prostate cancer um mm. and it's you know from the bit that you put up there that really brought that conversation forward so yeah just let the people know where they can find you and what other things you've got going on this year um so um facebook is thomas didimus scandal
0: um didimus because it's the hebrew name for thomas um <laughs> instagram the dad coach facebook the dad coach not facebook in youtube the dad coach men that talk is the podcast um next week i'm doing a blood donation drive because of the lack of blood it's been donated by the black community especially men so That's, i'm going to donate blood on monday so if anyone else wants to donate blood get at me and we can organize you going to the new place in shepherd's bush or look more local if you need to yeah. um going ahead like COVID, COVID's massive um, restriction for me at the moment but hopefully our men's cycle club will be back up our, our men's yeah. um so our men's run club I mean, football club, um, Sunday morning football club, Rolando come to once and he lost on the losing side, so like, come <laughs> <with me. laughs> like, if you want to come and be on my side, be my <laughs> all turn <laughs> um, Yeah, just like, like I said, at the moment, everything's on hold for me like, moving forward. Like, keep watching the space. Hopefully, like Ronaldo said, mine and my missus and um, pillar talk conversations will be starting. And our um, relationship consultancy will be starting as well, which will be working with men and women in the same relationship, trying to find overcome boundaries that they're facing at the moment to make sure relationships carry on rather than breaking up because of the pandemic.
1: No, nah, that's wicked, man. I'm for the wow, wicked. Massive, 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 one game against. Wow, um yeah,
0: it was only eight, one game when I played. No, I
1: can't <laughs> you know what to be fair. The other time, yeah, I missed the whole game when I came for the cooldown. So we ran around, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like mad hours in the morning, like seven on a Sunday, you know. No are they yeah. It was definitely effective, you know. Um, we we're all dads that were there, it's a the nice wicked man. And you know, people Tom's there, you know, the dad coach is there, and effectively is that. Um but as as we always wrap up with a stern bit of advice from each each member in here. Um tom dropped so many gems already. I think he gets to skip this part. Uh Kess Patrick <laughs> no Patrick always signs out. So Kess, what what wh- you got?
3: <laughs> mm. Uh it's like I'm amazed of what one so much of one person can do in terms of what you're trying to achieve. And I applaud yeah. you, Tom. Like, I massively applaud you. In you've learned from what mistakes you said you have done and you're trying to change that whole perspective. I applaud you. And all I've got to say is my advice is don't give up because mm. it doesn't seem like you gave up because when things wasn't great, from gathering from your discussion, mm. you didn't give up. You turned out to be the man you are today, which is a great man in terms of for your family, and most importantly for yourself, that's what it seems like. So my advice is literally don't give up. Yeah. Um,
1: I think for me, a bit of advice I give to everyone is, um, all dads and parents alike, to take a moment to be conscious of their bad habits, um, because it, it's a ripple effect, and it's the. Kids we raise are sponges and the people around us are sponges. So yeah. just take a moment to identify your bad habits and then work on ways to, you know, try and eradicate that or prevent it as such um, until the child is of a s- stable understanding period in their life or a bit older. Um, But yeah, identify your bad habits and then try working work on that.
3: Um, yeah,
1: man. You know, just to wrap
2: it up.
3: Just
2: to wrap it up, I just want to say to everybody, just in general in life, just knowing is not enough, apply what you know and willing is not enough just do it you know we just all go through these stages in life where we want to do better we want to be better you should allow yourself especially through this lockdown time just to become one with yourself even if it's just 20 minutes a day you know just meditate or find something you enjoy doing maybe once a week or so like through this lockdown and everything just to kind of help your mental state in life but as you know people you know how I prefer to <laughs> live life a presence over
1: presence you know the three already <laughs> blessings everybody um, thanks for coming on again man and oh, uh, thank, thank you for, for having
0: me I love the conversation I love my guy uh, bless
1: him have a good one uh, bye yeah. uh, cool.
2: say hi daddy daddy daddy
1: daddy
2: daddy, daddy. Watch, watch that, yes. careful